It's Tuesday, February 18, 2020. Tonight, relentless rain causing more river flooding and major damage across the south. Yet another state now grappling with extreme rains and floods. Antarctica hits another record high. Trump EPA guts another public health pollution standard. Plus... I'm done with fossil fuels. We're done. CNBC pundit warns the writing is on the wall for fossil fuels. Did someone in Jim Cramer's studio have a hairball there? (laughs) Apparently. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. These stocks don't want to be owned by younger people. You're seeing divestiture by a lot of different funds. It's going to be a parade. Wow. That is, that's a, a really tough stream to swim against. Start swimming, lady. This is your Green News Report. We're in a new world. They're tobacco. That's, uh, that's a rough prognosis. I'm going to think some more about that. Uh, We're yeah, watching. prognosis negative. Okay, Desi Doyen, I know how much you cannot stand billionaires, <laughs> but there is one billionaire who is now committing to give $10 billion to fight the climate crisis? Yes, uh, billionaire Jeff Bezos of Amazon announced he's pledging $10 billion to fund climate solution research grants. Kudos to Amazon employees who organized to pressure Bezos to do more on climate change. And it is great what he is doing, but it is barely a dent in his fortune. Critics also note that Bezos could make a huge difference immediately just by canceling Amazon's oil and gas contracts. Yeah, and they could start paying taxes but I guess it's better to give $10 billion to fight the climate crisis than give it to Donald Trump to drill for more oil. Meanwhile, Antarctica has done it again, breaking a new all-time high temperature record. Brazilian scientists recorded a balmy 68 degrees mm. Fahrenheit, 68, on Antarctica's Seymour Island on February 9th, breaking the previous record set just three days before. In an interview with CBS, NASA scientist Gavin Schmidt explained the heat is not just on on in Antarctica, the entire planet just experienced its hottest January since record-keeping began in the 1800s. In the U.S., this is the warmest winter that we've had on record. Uh, this has been extremely warm. Records are breaking uh, across Europe uh, and in, uh, in Siberia. We're seeing massive uh, temperature changes uh, in almost all of the oceans. It's a cascading effect. One effect... A state of emergency in Mississippi in a scene that is becoming all too familiar and frequent around the United States. Weeks of relentless rains have overwhelmed flood control systems and reservoirs in both Mississippi and Tennessee, triggering the worst flooding in nearly 40 years around Jackson, Mississippi's state capital. And more rain is on the way, warns Republican Governor Tate Reeves. We do not anticipate this situation to end anytime soon. If you have not evacuated yet, We urge you to do so. And recovery from the floods is going to be expensive. Remember last year's record floods in the upper Midwest? I do. Those caused billions in damages and decimated farmers. In Michigan, state officials warned this week that it will cost roughly $100 million Mm. to repair and upgrade infrastructure at about 40 locations around the state that were damaged by last year's long flood event. 
Meanwhile, the Trump EPA is trying to roll back yet another Obama-era pollution standard, even though the utility industry does not want them to. The mercury and air toxics rule has succeeded in cutting 85 percent of toxic mercury pollution emitted by coal-fired power plants, and it did it at just one-third of the projected cost. But the Trump administration is trying to permanently change how the federal government calculates the costs and benefits from pollution regulations by not including any side benefits, like when a new regulation simultaneously reduces other additional toxic pollutants, because that would make it appear that new regulations have little or no benefits that would justify the costs to industry. So this regulation gets rid of mercury in the air and water that is severely damaging on all sorts of levels. It ended up costing much less than expected, than industry said it would. The benefits have been much higher. And now you've got the Trump administration trying to roll it back anyway, even though the industry affected by it does not want it to be rolled back. Exactly. Brilliant. The Trump EPA is trying to prop up the dying coal industry for a few more years at the expense of Americans' health. Well, who cares about Americans' health, I guess? Finally, tectonic shifts appear to be underway in the oil industry. Just days before oil giant BP announced that it's shifting strategy to diversify and cut its contribution to global warming, CNBC commentator Jim Cramer warned that he believes fossil fuels are not a good long-term investment. We're starting to see investment all over the world. starting to see the big pension funds saying, listen, we're not going to own them anymore. The world's changed, and we're in the death knell phase. Wow. Jim Cramer saying, get rid of your fossil fuels. Yeah. We've been telling you to sell those fossil fuels for years, and you've lost Jim Cramer, as they say. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Cause the rock-